cough button now. The cough button? Uh, <laughs> we'll edit the coughs we will, out with sounds of... We will cows. edit this We'll edit this, <laughs> this intro out. Uh, uh, welcome to Unmasked the Podcast. We will not edit that intro out. That was prime All right. perfection. I mean, that's fine. It's real. It's uh, The people love it. Uh, <laughs> uh, we're here with Dan Brown. Uh, Dan Brown's a Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu blue belt and head, head lifter, head guy. Head janitor of janitor. Lift Lab Company. Absolutely. He's wearing his janitor outfit currently. Yes. It's he's a blue uh, one-piece suit with a plunger on one hip. I got my <laughs> kitty litter ready for the puke. That's right. <laughs> Do people often puke at Lift Lab? Uh, it happens. Usually they make it to the trash can. No. That's really good for them. I'm yeah. very proud of them. Dude, what the fuck was going on this morning? Were people just hitting PRs left and right or what? Yeah, so they actually were doing like an online kind of like part charity, part like heavy lifting session for USA Weightlifting, part keep people involved with the sport, excuse me, because of COVID. So that's why it was, everything was getting filmed, they were doing online. So. Okay, yeah, who is your fucking like PR guy? Because I want that in my life. Right? <laughs> Wait, what? I missed this because I definitely were, was not at the gym. You don't go to the gym anymore. I actually do. Blake. Blake. You're thinking of Blake not going uh, to the gym. That's right. I, I see him at the Cicero location, but he's he's usually just standing next to a bar. He's not actually living not in. Doing <laughs> Fair enough. So so that was what you so PR engagement to this morning was what it was? Uh so basically, yeah, USA Weightlifting, we are a it's called a community development site. So there's just several locations throughout the US where USA Weightlifting looks at you as like the example for what a Olympic weightlifting club should be, right? So when those type of events come out, we get asked to participate and help out and like do shit. And so it's all online and it just kind of raises awareness for the sport and things like that. Oh, okay. Fine. Yeah, because I, I saw like cameras and people running around yep. and everybody was screaming. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yep. yep. Jiu-Jitsu class this morning was pretty calm and I was like, what the fuck is going on yeah, out there? Usually it's the other way I'm going to scoot this closer to you, not because, maybe because you're so soft-spoken. Oh. Are you naturally this calm? No. <laughs> I'm usually just... How many no. white Russians made you this calm? Nah, it only, <laughs> the older I get, the calmer I get. That's, Ooh, that's nice. Yeah. It's That's usually how it goes, and I appreciate yeah, that. For sure. So, so, go ahead. So, what got you... So, what got you started with the whole, the whole Lift Lab thing? Like, what was... Uh, well, so, I mean, you got to go back. I was pretty fortunate. I was in high school from, oh my God, 97 to 01. And basically, if you think about 1997 in central Indiana, not necessarily the most progressive state in the world, but we had a, we actually had a strength conditioning coach at our high school. Okay. And so I was in high school in 97. I was in middle, started middle school. I worked in 194. And they actually had a program where you could get on the bus after school. You get bussed over from the middle school to the high school and have like an after school lifting session three or four times a week. Okay, so that's what like got me initially into it. I was pretty pretty decent at sports, and so when I first started training, it was all for sports. Okay. okay. And I actually <clears throat> the timing is really really good because next week's the high school state championships for football. And so this morning, <laughs> I texted a bunch of <laughs> newspaper clippings from me from high school to the staff as a friendly <laughs> reminder of my glory days. <laughs> uh, 
and it pisses them off because I do it every year. Um, but anyway, that got that got me like really into uh, training, and then it basically just carried on. And nobody in my family ever went to college. Like we were joking before this started, like uh, first generation non trailer parker. Um, and my parents is that you for you as well? My mother went to college, but she, so she graduated in '98. Okay. From college. You know, I was born in 86. So but, she, tra- she, but first generation, not trailer park. Right? Well, my mom moved out of the trailer park. <laughs> I'm the, okay, so my parents, though, I'm like, I'm the only one to buy a house. Huh? Nice. Which sure. is pretty dope. Yeah. You know, yeah. so. Yeah, exactly. So my, I mean, my parents and my, my mom and dad, it's, it's very unfair for me to like, to make light of it because my mom <clears> and dad <throat> both turned their futures around and like very positive things end up being just fine financially. But I always joke and my mom laughs about it too. So I feel comfortable talking about it. But, um, they, uh, when I went to college, nobody had kind of done that. So they're like, I'll just, you know, do something you love. You know, you'll never work a day in your life, which is terrible fucking advice. Let me just put that out there. But, um, so anyway, I, I studied like kinesiology and movements of sports science was actually my undergraduate major. Okay. Uh, so that kind of put me down this trajectory. I worked for a few years after undergrad, um, and then I actually ended up going back to grad school for a kinesiology-related master's degree and PhD, and then um, I coached and taught at Purdue. I had my first, and I actually always thought that I only wanted to be a collegiate or professional strength conditioning coach. Collegiate football was really where I wanted to be. That's kind of where my heart was at, but uh, after the birth of my first son, I realized like that lifestyle wasn't conducive to what I wanted in terms of being a dad. Yeah, constantly so away, constantly mm, having to travel seven days a week. Yeah, right. Yeah, you know, n- never seen anybody other than the people you work with, which is, you know, that lifestyle is fine for a lot of people. And to be honest, the the industry or that profession has changed a little bit even since I, even since two thousand twelve. Like people are more aware of like you got to give these guys quality of life. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, I decided they gonna just kind of figure this shit out on my own do it on my own and that's that's kind of how i ended up owning a gym okay i like that story. Yeah. i mean yeah that's, that's pretty dope so so you have one downtown you just recently opened one in cicero how's that going i didn't know cicero was a place okay. until you sent me yeah so i'd heard of so. it here like, nope never all right well it. let's talk about some fucked up maybe shit. Okay, okay wait one time i heard it and it was in chicago there's the a cicero there's a cicero in illinois Nope, well. never heard of that either. Well, there is. It's a <laughs> suburb of Chicago, which is why you heard it in the musical of Chicago. <laughs> okay, thank you. Um, but, you know, you gotta you have to understand a few things. Um, number one, so Lift Lab's not the first gym that I've owned. I've owned, I think, like four or five total. But Damn. the first one that I started right after Purdue was actually, I started it and I brought in a partner with a guy. I partnered with a guy that had also worked at Purdue. I ended up selling it to him. Well, what had happened, what had happened was, um, <laughs> there was like a non-compete radius. Okay. So that's actually how I ended up downtown. And Cicero is way far away from, from downtown, as you guys know. Yeah. yeah. Up here. Yep. Um, mm-hmm. and I always wanted to be like in the country. Like I, I have lived in big cities. I lived in Chicago. I've lived in Indy, you know. And so this is kind of what I wanted. I always really like it when people are like, Indy's a big city. And I'm like, I mean, Kind of, you know, it's not the smallest, but it's, the but it's a city. Everything's on I mean, top of each other, and right? You know, I yeah. get it. Um, but then, when the thing about it is, is when I like the reason I opened one in Cicero, one like 
owning a business, it's all on scale, right? Well, the scale in Cicero is different than the scale in Indianapolis, Indiana, right? So you don't need as many people uh, to make it work financially and things like that. Number two, like we can just share this with the world right now, get it out there. I love Hallmark Christmas movies. Oh, wow. And there is always a Hallmark Christmas movie about a guy that grows up in a small town, goes to works in the city, comes back to the small town, and does something fulfilling in the small town. Okay, okay? genuinely, if I didn't love you already, now I you just do. completely fell. Oh, Truthfully, I'm, I'm kind of spinning yeah. right now, honestly. Yeah, jeez. Oh, I mean, hey. So, but, I, you know, that's my thing. Is like, okay, well, if you want to, like, really create something in a small town and give back to the community, you know, you can do that. And... I like I talked a little bit about coaching at Purdue when I was with football and I always like loved football and I always swore I would never coach my kids um, in football and I totally broke that this year and coached the Hamilton yeah. Heights you know the little Huskies fourth grade blah blah oh. blah. Most Do you part, have like a chant where you're like little Huskies go ruff ruff ruff. No, something. it's we have a we have, we have a god dang I'll mess up if you gotta let the boys do it but it's uh. Uh, uh, who are you, Huskies? Who are we, dogs? Who are you, Huskies? Who are we, dogs? Three times, and then yes. family on three. That was our chant. That was amazing. Um, Pretty dope. Yeah, super good. But anyway, I uh, it's like I'm, yeah. I'm obviously in, involved and like invested in the communities where my kids are. I have two kids; they're both really active. Small towns don't ever get any of the cool shit, and most of the people in this town have. About zero idea about my past, right? I'm just some fucking dad, right? Which is fine by me. I keep it that way. But I do like the idea of having something in the community where my kids can, they can have a place to train. Their buddies can all train there. Like right now, we got 12 10-year-old boys training at the the new Cicero location. That's pretty cool. And that pays the rent. Right, so the rent's already paid. And we got a bunch of kids training there, so I'm excited about it. And is it going to make... Is it going to make a bunch of money? No. My goal is that it, it's you know profitable, provides something good for community, and lets me to continue to build on the business model that I have in my head for you know the next five years to come. Nice. Well, I mean, yeah. So, so the rent's paid, and you're, I mean, you're looking at future profit. Even if it's not a lot of profit, you're still making money on. So you can keep it open. I mean, yeah. Don't get me wrong. Like, I'm, I'm not gonna, I'm not in this shit to lose money. I mean, yeah. but. But I do like I do That's like not what that. your first four gym said. Oh, just kidding. Bingo. <laughs> well, only one of those really cost me. But um, the I do like the idea of like just having something like community driven. And when you do, like I'm getting to the point where you know this is a real small town. You guys saw driving up here, but yeah. I'm getting to the point where like I know a lot of the people in the community, the good, the bad, the ugly. It's a hundred percent small town. It's ironic because when I was 20, I was like, can't wait to get out of small town mindset. That, yeah. Here we are. And I, actually, I absolutely love it. I don't give a shit. Like you know, I, I, I hear you on that because I'm from Clayton, if you know Bro, anything about that. I know that. where Clayton is. So I went to go, Cascade. Go, to, go on US 40. Yeah. I, co- I coached in night, no, 2001 and 2002 Cascades Middle School football program. No shit. Mm-hmm. Okay. I have a picture. I'll show you. I'll show you after. So, thing. so I was in the high school when you were doing that. That's fucking wow. crazy. So right, middle, you know, right across here from Pig Farm, right? Oh, you know, shit. so that that's yeah. where that's where I was with that. Was I wanted to get out and I just the further I get away from 
where I was from, I was like, cool. Right. You know, I'm making moves, I'm doing things. And I really like, because we live like practically downtown now, we live really close right. to Lift Lab downtown, like seven, eight minutes. You know, it's just really cool. And right now when I'm working a full-time job and I'm trying to scoot back and forth to the gym as fast as I possibly can, everything being right next to me is nice. But also my grandparents live in Morton in the middle of fucking nowhere. So the allure of not seeing a neighbor for a mile and being able to walk in my backyard and shoot or whatever mm-hmm. the hell I want to do and just Absolutely. being at peace is pretty fucking dope too. Right. So like I, I, I get uh, I get both sides right. of it. Right now we're living right on top of some, you know, our neighbors and everything's a little fast paced. We park in the street, you know. Sometimes our neighbors get shot up, whatever. You know. <laughs> that only happens like two months ago. <laughs> and then two months before that. No, that's every two months you go. Every two months. And I always came to the gym for my safe haven because you were always at work and I'd be like, guys, why are people shooting each other in the middle of the day? Brandon, I looking out for your wife's best interest, I would tell her like you need to stop running with your headphones on on the canal. I did. Like, stop talking to these dudes. I can't. That's, they talk to me first. That's no reason to <laughs> listen. I had someone I, from oh that love to me yesterday. I'm sure they did. I was running and they screamed out, I love you and I just kept running. So <laughs> So, for the longest time, because I used to live in Avon, mm. and I would I would run out there, but I wouldn't run for fucking headphones, because there's no, like, sidewalk or anything to run on. Motherfuckers ain't paying attention, you know? So, I just, for that aspect, especially where we live now, I won't, no. <laughs> Motherfuckers be crazy. Like, Absolutely. I walk outside, and somebody asks me for change, and I'm like, I don't have it. There's a coin shortage, you know? <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> There is a coin shortage that is not a lie. I see it on all the places. They have a handwritten Sharpie sign that says coin shortage. We cannot give you cash back. Do not pass go. I had to pay an extra. I went to Michael's the other day and they go, oh, we don't have 81 cents to give to you. Do you want us to open another drawer or do you just want us to? And I was like, are you giving it to a charity? And they're like. No, and I'm I go, then it. just go ahead and go open that other fucking drawer right. and give me my almost dollar. Thank you. <laughs> oh, Jesus anyway, I digress. So, so you started all this, you know, the lifting program yeah. stuff. What got you started in jiu-jitsu then? Holy shit. Okay, so I haven't really talked about this a whole bunch, but, um, daggum, how long have I been doing jiu-jitsu? I've only been doing jiu-jitsu for a couple of years. I'll say... It took me a little over a year to get a blue belt. I've been a blue belt for a little over a year. So maybe three years altogether. Okay. Give or take. But, um, well, number one, when I lived in Chicago, I did a bunch of kickboxing stuff and I was always around jujitsu. So I was, I was aware of what it was. I had a lot of buddies that trained it and I, I knew like what the deal was. Always been a fan of fights in general, whether it's boxing, kickboxing, UFC, all that sort of shit. But, at the time, so a couple, two, three years ago, I almost died and like... Wait, how? Uh, well, I almost died like two days in a row, okay? So it's pretty, kind of fucked up, but... Um, you know, I got, casual. Yeah, well, I woke up in the middle of the night, okay, and uh, like my, my, it looked like somebody just like Dr. Doolittle set a bomb off in my body. Like I was as fat as fuck, face was bloated, everything was bloated, everything was swollen, like it, it was a bad deal. So I, I couldn't breathe, I drove myself to the emergency room. Walk in the emergency room. I'll go fast with this to get through it. But no, walk in the emergency room, and the lady's like, holy shit, you know, lay down. You're going to feel like you're going to die. Does, like, the EpiPen thing. 
like fucking Pulp Fiction. Yeah, not in the heart, not in the heart. It was in the leg. That was adrenaline, and it was in the heart. It was in the leg, like not 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 quite that cinematic. But um, he didn't do a bunch of fucking blow. Right? No, I was he getting into that? Maybe he was. He led the man. That comes later in the story. Now, so I did that, and then like they, doctor. The doctor's kind of an asshole. But anyway, so they're like, okay, well, did you eat something? Did you have an allergic reaction? Like, all the shit. I don't know if I can eat this. I ate the same shit all the fucking time. You know, I was going through a lot of stuff in my personal life uh, and some business stuff. I was, like, stressed out. I didn't really know what was going on. So everything was, like, swollen like swollen up. I couldn't breathe. I was having trouble. I was, like, I, I mean, I was overweight and unhealthy, but, like, not ever to the point where I thought I'd, like, die, right? Yeah. Uh, so the next day... How much detail can we have on this podcast? You can have as much as... Okay. I, I, I'm going to share. I'm going to let this one rip. So, the next day, I'm, Dan German's like my ride or die homie, right? He's a other dude that runs... He, he runs Lift Lab. He is like the person that does everything in Lift Lab. His name's also Dan. People get confused all the time. No, but we don't. I was having a meeting. He's tall Dan. I'm yep. short Dan. Yep. Motherfucker's like... Wait, you're oh. short Dan? Well, he's like six... I was like, he's literally the tallest six, human six? I've ever seen right? in person besides yeah, that okay. one basketball player at um, Whole Foods. That's... He says he's good-looking Dan and I'm ugly Dan. I will agree to that. God dang. I, I, I'm going to disagree. So... I'm going to play devil's advocate disagree on that one. Wow. I think he's more, he's like, I always tell him that he's universally attracted to dudes. Right? He is a very tall, I've seen a lot of like, dudes otter. hit on him. Anyway. You are a bear and I can't believe you don't get hit on by dudes. I, I don't understand I, 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 I do. Okay. And I'm, I always thank them. Okay. I was and like. Bro, I appreciate it. I'm not uh, into that shit. But oh I'll take my God. compliments where I can get Hell them. Hell yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. I got asked um, for a hug by some girl at Metro. Uh, and I said, no, thank was you. Was it Metro? Yeah. 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 So I'm sitting there with Dan. And we're having a meeting. It's like, so this happened the night before. It's probably one or two in the afternoon. And I'm like. I'm like, my, my, my balls hurt. And he's like, what? I'm like, damn, my, like my nuts feel like they're going to explode. And he, he was like, okay. So I go in the bathroom. I look down and it's like, I got like a cartoon dick, right? Oh, I got these, like, I got like a cantaloupe. And it looks like I got this, like, just like little baby dick hanging off of it. And I was like, uh, this isn't normal. Something's going on. And so I sat there and I'm like kind of freaking out. And all of a sudden yeah. I feel my face and everything swell up again. So I'm like, fuck, dude, this is going to happen again. So I drive straight to the emergency room. The same fucking doctor is working. Oh, my God. Okay? And so I go in, and dude's like, he looks at me like, holy shit, da 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 Same thing, sit on the table. You're going to feel like you're going to die. You're not going to die. Bam. Stabs me with the shit. Does it feel like you're going to die with when, the EpiPen? Yes. Like, what does it feel? I've never had it. Okay, it's, it's awesome. Okay? You do feel like you're going to die. Okay? But in the best way? No. That part's a little nerve wracking, okay. right? You just feel your heart just accelerate. Right? Oh, like, I, I, I've never done cocaine, but I would imagine it's something like that. Shit. But then there's like this euphoricness to it, but the come down is really a come down, Eesh. right? So like then you crash like super hard, which makes sense. Like this is how epinephrine and norepinephrine work in yeah. the human system. Um, so the swelling goes away, and so now I'm like, okay, my face is swollen, my my balls look like fucking cantaloupes like what's going Jesus. on so i go to allergists i go to all these specialists da, 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 and it just ends up not being any of that shit then i get contacted by the mayo clinic and, rochester and, and so they're like telling me about what they think this is and there's like a researcher in indianapolis for this autoimmune disease okay so the guy he's in indy short little jewish man is fucking awesome dude 
And he's basically just like, he's like, yeah, he's like, you're like the one, you're like in the top 1% for most extreme cases of this. You're like, I couldn't be in the 1% with my paycheck, but right. I can be with Exactly. <laughs> so long story short, he's like, hey, this is going to subside. It's going to take like three or four years. Okay. And he's mm-hmm. like, in the meanwhile, you're just going to suffer. Mm-hmm. And I would get, I have pictures of it on my phone, but like, I would, I would swing 10 pounds a day in fluid retention. Oh my like just, God. And wow. I would get these huge like welts, like this, but they'd take up my whole body. I just like, I couldn't go out in the summer. I'd be wearing long sleeves and shit cause they'd be all over my arms. And long story short, I have an autoimmune disease. They think that it was, and it makes sense now, you know, I was in a relationship I really shouldn't have been in. And, uh, like, I think the stress was just cumulative, but while this was going on, I was training a few jujitsu guys and I was so focused on like this negative thing that was going on. I wanted something that was completely different from the gym that was healthy and it would take my mind off of this thing. And the unique thing about jujitsu is when somebody's sitting there trying to strangle you, you can only think about this person trying to strangle you. It's really hard to have outside thoughts. Right. And so I just started going you know, to like everybody else, like two times a week, just get in there, do some shit. It's zero intentions of ever competing in it. Zero intentions of ever getting a single stripe. Zero intentions of anything other than just go to this fucking thing. You won't know anybody there. Nobody will talk to you, which is a lie. A I'm, lie. A, social, I was like, I'm <laughs> a social person anyway, right? But uh, like in my, in, my, in my head, I'm just going to, I'm going to be in a corner. I'm going to do my own thing. I'm never going to talk to anybody. And then I'll have this outlet. And I did get that outlet, um, and I did, like, get what I needed out of jiu-jitsu. So, like, competing in jiu-jitsu and rank and shit like that is very, very minimal to why I started jiu-jitsu. Yeah. And, like, Borden, I talk about this all the time. Like, I don't give two fucks about yeah. promotions. I like to compete because I, I enjoy competing. But, like, I, I compete against a black belt. Blue. I don't give a fuck. Right, because to me it's like, oh, I'm just having this experience here in jiu-jitsu, and I started this whole thing because I was really sick, and I was worried. I was just trying to figure out a way not to worry about dying every single day yeah. with two little boys at home. So trying not to worry about dying by having other people try to right exactly on a daily exactly. basis. Well, well, what's messed is. up is there'd be days where I'd be having like Kessler was really good about this, and I started at a different at a different gym, and uh, Kessler knew what was up, and. Um, he was really good about like, okay, if you have like flare ups and shit, like you need to just like let me know. And there'd be days where like I couldn't roll like a minute. And this was even when I was like in, I won't, even, I won't say good shape, not You're really not good totally shape bad shape, but I'd just be like, I just like, dude, I can't, I can't like a five minute round would just be so fucking hard, yeah. right? And uh, he's like, okay, just roll with the flow. And then he kind of got in my ear and about it because we went and did some competition. I hadn't had any symptoms of this autoimmune disease. And, uh, I was putting like a lot of weight on this competition. It was like the first like big one that I was going to do or whatever. And like the night before I had this like outbreak, right? So I got all these fucking welts and shit. I'm popping like prednisone left and right. Got my EpiPens there. And he's like, man, he's like, I, th- I think this is all just stress related. He's like, you got to do something about this. And I-, I do think that that's ultimately what the problem was. Cause I haven't had any problems with it since I made like since some changed. mental changes in my life as to what was going to be different. That's insane. I'm really glad you didn't die. Yeah, that's... I mean, I'm glad I didn't die, too. I I hope my kids are glad I didn't die. They're probably glad. They seem happy. I'm pretty sure they're okay with the fact that you're still alive. I I hope that they would be okay with the fact that I'm still alive. (laughs) 
They're not here, but we're gonna say that's a pretty solid we're gonna yes go from them. I'll text them yeah. later. <laughs> Dude, hey, they will blow you up if you give if you give. Yeah, I was number. like, they don't. They probably don't have anyone to text. Be like, oh, they, they blow up my sister. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> it's mainly that's rock. So like the oldest one, The Rock, GIFs, or GIFs, however the fuck you say it. I think, I don't, I think it's GIF. It's GIF. Is it GIF? He no, told it's me, GIF. He sorry, told me no, it was GIFs. I, it's I went sorry. with GIFs. Uh, yeah, so when I say I think it is, I meant it's not, because mm-hmm. I'm... So I, I read a thing that said it was like French or something. And it's like not it's French. G- or, or, or it's dumb. Britannica. I don't fucking know. <laughs> <laughs> the choices are French or dumb. Gee, yeah. Sarah. You're welcome. Right. That hey. could be it. Oh my gosh. Okay, so jujitsu, lifting, what else do we not know? Hallmark movies, obviously. Oh, Hallmark movies. Are you into Lifetime movies? Um, like really Hallmark. Just like the yeah. Hallmark Christmas ones? Yeah, 100%. Okay. And uh, so. I've never my, watched one in that. It just makes me you never watched really one? giggly. No. Right, so, <laughs> hey, like, like, hey, I don't really care if I could. But so my parents. You literally already talked about how big your balls were. Right. Yeah, yeah, I think everything's yeah. out there yeah. now. <laughs> we aired it out. But my mom, my mom and dad live out uh, uh, on the west side. And then there's a property that I hunt. It's actually in Park County. So it's almost in Illinois. And my mom and dad are great. And they're like, uh, my mom's like, it's like Jew Cleaver type, but she's like pretty like socially progressive, right? You know, like she's real like outwardly, like if she's just met you, she's like super conservative, you know, very polite type person, but you know, like you know, she gets it, right? She understands like the whole picture here. And but my mom will always when I'm hunting, I'll stay at their house because it's a it's a three hour drive from here to that property. Oh, it's yeah. an hour drive from their house, that property. So during hunting season, I stay, I stay in mom's a lot, you yeah. know, living in mom's basement. And it's Aww. absolutely awesome. Cause I bet. it's like, she'll cook all the meals. Yep. <laughs> if I take, if I take the boys, she'll make the boys snacks. You Aww. know, Gaga makes all their candies and treats and stuff like that. But where I'm going with this is she'll also tape or DVR, whatever the fuck you call it. I don't know. My favorite shows. And during parts of the year, those are Hallmark Christmas movies. <laughs> Got them lined up. I'll watch them with mom. I don't give a shit. I love that. So mom, you want to watch a Hallmark movie? I genuinely my de- love my that. My dad looks at me with level. shame. Like he, he'll never say it, but he just he just does this, shakes his head. You know what? It's okay. It's, you got to connect with your mom. It's like there's a wolf, and then you see a French bulldog. And you're like, uh, it's like that, these aren't these aren't both dogs. <laughs> what do you, uh, so you are obviously a pretty avid hunter. Mm-hmm, sure. Um, what do you, what do you hunt? Do you hunt year round or do you just go during like no, deer season? Uh, I will, I will do it all. Okay. Uh, I would like to do more stuff. Like obviously with the boys and the sports, getting out West is hard. And yeah. you know that Indiana is limited to a certain game, but people laugh when I tell them like I will. I will squirrel hunt and rabbit hunt and do all that shit. Do you shit. Um, dress all your own stuff, too? Yeah. Okay. Do you do it at their house or do you do it here? Here. Well, okay. yeah. It's like, I mean, it's pretty easy. Well, squirrel, but <clears throat> fucking... A deer? I mean, they're kind of big. So, you have to have a place a big to enough let them out. To get like, them out. I mean, uh, I'll just usually put them up in a tree and let them hang. Okay. And, uh, you know, I had, I had like the... Bunch of people from the gym over three Thanksgivings ago, and it was very mixed in terms of, 
you know, we had a very diverse group. Right? Well, how well, do, well how the, how the, that's everybody we train with, though. Right, you know? right. So, so it was like, you know, Israel's my adopted son who's, like, legit, legitimately Mexican, right? Him and Leslie. They've never had, in like, an American Thanksgiving. Okay. I had another friend of mine who was ousted from his family because he was gay, right? So he gets, like, this redneck fucking Thanksgiving yes. experience. And, you know, then we had a couple inner city uh, black kids there, right? And then my family, which is, you know, all fucking white people. If you didn't know, Dan Brown is a white man. <clears throat> with this voice, if you couldn't tell. <laughs> and, but anyway, my point is, it, like, they had not had this experience. Well, the night before, I went out and I shot a deer. And I hung it in the tree. Oh, shit. And I didn't tell them this. Oh, shit. <laughs> so, so they didn't know what to... Okay. Uh, they come over, and we got, like, a curtain thing over the back door. And I'm like, guys, I got I, I got something for you. I don't like I'm like, it, everybody, yeah. put your shoes like on. It. We're going outside. That's what my dad I got a picture me. with 20 of these motherfuckers standing around this deer hanging tree. Now, look, I get it. I don't like I get it. it. I know you guys don't, I don't like the animals. Like all no, no, no. Stuff, but I, I'll tell you what. The, same thing the amount of curiosity little. from people was, like, absolutely astounding. My dad, when I was little, he shot a deer. And he, I remember him dragging it through the backyard. But that wasn't even the worst part. He was like, come and take a picture next to my deer. And I'm like, I guess. And it yeah. was hanging. And it's everything was out. And yeah. I think that that might have been the whitest I was ever in my life right. because all the blood was also drained from me. This so not, not proverbial white person. No, not proverbial. No. Just like I was. It was, it was the whitest experience. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay, but let me let me defend your dad and let me like defend. Please don't. And let me defend it. Please don't. How about any? I'll any, defend myself. That's fine. I'm fine. When you when you like harvest an animal, right? There is like a huge sense of pride. Yeah. And especially It's like, really hard. Right. But you're also thinking about doing something for somebody else. A hundred percent. Like my kids all eat venison. Yeah, it's fucking good. They'll eat the little sausage sticks. Venison know? jerky was like um our it's in my high school, it, is the it best was thing. like the currency. It was right. like yeah. yeah. So you were like, I got this pudding cup and people are like, Oh, I'll trade you my pudding cup for my shoes. No, we were like, Give me that fucking venison that you got, that venison jerky, and we'll trade. People brought it to math class, it was awesome. For homework, gotcha. But I wasn't right. standing next to the <laughs> Like, it was a lot. But I I love that you, you know, were able to share that with so many people that you care for. I mean, that's that's pretty dope, too, to to, to give people an experience they've never had before, too. Yeah. Which is really cool. So, I noticed when I walked outside, you had one of those fucking Traeger grills. Oh, yeah. So, I'm somewhat jealous, because I've looked at those, I've looked at pit bosses, I've looked at some other ones. You know, we don't cook on the grill that often. We, is it one of those things, though, that if you have it, you'll use it more? I cook on it all the time. I It's like weekly meal prep. I saw you do pizza on it. I've like, done everything on it. I've done pizza on that bitch. I've done lobsters. I've done crab legs. I've done the you know, traditional burger steak, burgers, steaks, chops, chickens. I actually got a whole pig in my freezer downstairs, and tonight I was going to do a whole loin roast, but I wasn't oh, sure nice. if I was going to have people over or not, so I didn't thaw it, which is why we're ordering food now. But, like, do it all. Yeah, man, things yeah. awesome. It's, it's is what, that, so the Traeger is the, it's not the egg, the green one, is it? No. Okay, no. okay. Traeger, it's like a pellet fired. Oh, okay, okay. Really, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So Pellets <laughs> are what we use for the litter box. Yeah. <laughs> so, so from, 
uh, lift ramp perspective, you've always, I see everybody on you guys' stories doing the Pizza Friday things. Yeah. Is that, is that a part of the nutrition plan, or is that? I mean, uh, not really. <laughs> In fairness, my buddy Jordan, who um, he was on the, he got that going. He was on the. He and I did the meat wagon plan where we just tried to get huge. I don't know if you remember this, but um, during quarantine, I got up to an all-time high. I was trying to get to 270, uh, and he was doing the exact same thing. But we were like, there's no way we can't do this without some pizza. And that's how Pizza Friday started. Okay. But I haven't been doing Pizza Friday since I'm trying to not be as fat. I mean, no. you look really good. Thank yeah, you. I don't it's think, I think you're just a very tall, broad person. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't think even you're a think fat you're guy. Fat. Yeah. And I didn't I think, think you were fat back then I mean, either. Two, I mean, like I was looking the other day at like, because you know, I do my sauna thoughts. Everybody makes fun of me for my sauna thoughts. You know what? I don't know those sauna weird. thoughts, though. I am on that. Brandon yeah. did it for a really long time, well, and then such he started, and I was such confused. a good thing. But, man, it's just the best time to think. Well, you know what? So, I was going to the Y pretty like it once, was when your shoulder got once, Yeah, I'd, I'd go to the Y. I would use the machines on one fucking arm because I had a broken... And my, um... Oh, which... Phone back here. Mm. I forget. It was broke. And it went out of socket in the back. Was your bicep... My <laughs> or your shoulder? No, it shoulder. Was no, it's, it was my left, my left shoulder. <laughs> no, but it was broke, so like... Fuck, man. Lifting was like, I'd go to the Y and I'd use the bike because the doctor's like, you can use the bike, but don't do anything that's going to jumble you and blah, blah, blah. So after four weeks, I was using the bar squat and everything. And, you know, he told me no. Right. But I would go there and use the machines and I hit the sauna for 10, 15 minutes mm-hmm. after everything. And like that's kind of where I, I started doing the whole sauna thought things too. I just, between COVID and the fact that now boards open seven days a week. Right. You know, I'm there all the fucking time. It's like, oh, I don't need to go to the Y, but man, I miss the sauna. You know? <laughs> I mean, it's very relaxing and by the nature of it, like you're quiet. Right. It's fucking you're good not, for you. Exactly. And I, I think that a lot of people, they, there's like, especially now, people are really uncomfortable with their own thoughts. Right and really like slowing down and thinking about things you're thinking about is very uncomfortable for people because a lot of times you ask yourself questions and you don't like the answers you come up with. Yeah, it's very uncomfortable, right? Yeah, like you. I mean, you can ask yourself some really deep shit when you get quiet. It's to be honest, it's terrifying to people. Yeah, and I, I very much. We just... we did this little experiment at Lift Lab with our with my college age weightlifters. There's like 15 of them. And I wouldn't let them play music. I'd just play a metronome. Right? Oh. Okay. So if you think about what happens with a metronome, it basically is just, you know, I'd set it to six. We set it all different, like, beats, right? You know more than I do. But this is going to be like 60. It's going to be like 20. Put it at like two. Oh, Which would just be like, was just a mind fuck. Yeah. But what happened was, like, in the very beginning, people couldn't take it when it was at 60 beats a minute because they had just never experienced being alone with their thoughts and just focusing on the thing that they were doing, right? Because think about when you lift, when you train, there's music, there's distraction. Yeah. You're not really focused on just the art of what you're trying to complete, right? So my idea was, like, okay, let's make these motherfuckers just think about their technique. Just be alone with this technique while they're here for this hour and a half. 
right? And then two beats a minute was just enough to make him insane, <laughs> right? This is just be like, you just hear click, 30 seconds later. Well, that's nothing. how I was like, I was like, because you it would be really right. hard to help yeah. that out. Right. And, and it's just it was just just absolutely painful. But the interesting thing that happened thing that happened is once they got past once they started getting okay with these conversations that they were having with themselves, right? They started asking to have the music turned off. Right? And it become it became like a time where like they could just be by themselves, training, focusing on this thing they want to train. Or focus on this thing they want to learn and then maybe like working through their own fucking thoughts. I think it's really interesting that you bring that up because a minute ago you were talking about how you didn't want to be alone with your thoughts and that's what brought you to jujitsu. But then there are times when you need to be alone with your thoughts. Right. And I actually did start running without my headphones recently because ha- I'm running with my dog now. And it is, it's not necessarily scary per se to be alone with my thoughts, although being in my head is terrifying. Um, but I definitely, <laughs> I, shut up. I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I agree. I mean, I definitely, I think that's really important. Focusing on what you're doing is, yeah. is really important. Well, I think that when, you know, part of the, the problem that I had, when I, I talked about how I started to just because I'm an autoimmune disease and things like that. I wasn't being honest with myself about the conclusions that I was coming to with being all with my own thoughts. Thus, I didn't want to go back to them. Okay. Right? And, like, that's the that's the, the scary thing, right? Like, um, I think about, too, when, like, people smoke weed or eat weed or whatever the fuck they do with weed. Uh, suppository, no matter. Uh, but, like... Can we get that? <laughs> Did you order that? Back to the Simpsons. Do you remember that? Congratulations! It's a suppository! Right? Um, but, like, you can... You can you can consume we'll just say THC laden products and you can do it with a couple intents. Like your your first intent can just be like numbing, right? And just escapism, right? Your second intent can be to go within, right? And those are two totally different highs, right? And when you start when you, the irony of the podcast, right? When you start unmasking those layers, right, and start looking within, then you get to like some scary shit. Yeah. Right? You know, it's not always good what you find in there. Yeah. Right? So. Yeah. No, I. but I think for you, at least from what I've seen, it's really brought you into a good, positive place, you know, confronting mm-hmm. those fears, confronting those things. But I love that. <laughs> Jiu-Jitsu helped you with that. Yeah, I think that's super cool. I, I, I would say, too, like, sometimes, like, music and training for me kind of sets the mood of what I'm doing. Sure. Like, I know what I want to listen to. If I'm, depending on what I'm doing, if I'm doing like, if I'm just clanking barbells around and, and throwing up weight, I, you know, give me the, the, the darkest, heaviest fucking metal possible, right. you know, but I have found that like, if I'm doing like cardio and stuff, depending on what it is, if I'm listening to something heavy, sometimes I'll, I'll, I'll be like, I'll watch like the art trainer or something, how it has like the little yeah. like counter or whatever on yeah. it. I'll see like the steps and everything like blitz up, like yep. it's a real heavy song and I'm not even realizing I'm yep. doing it, you know? So sometimes I get lost in that shit, but I know like, if I'm doing like Muay Thai and I'm striking, I want like put on some Taylor Swift or something with some beat, you know, I don't do right. shit, you know, because I right. need to like be able to groove and move and, you know, I don't want to like try to kill the bag, you and know. It's like, it's totally different for every person, right? <clears throat> Music's an interesting thing. Yes. Right? It's okay. really, it's yeah. really like, 
it, it can be so fucking visceral, right? Based on an experience, right? So everybody knows the example. Like you hear this one song and it takes you to one place. Yeah. Right. And that one place can all of a sudden bring out sights and smells and thoughts and like feelings of superiority or insecurity or like whatever that moment was. Right. And it's, it's interesting too, because people always talk about it in terms of music or sorry, in terms of training. Right. And some people need like death metal to squat heavy. And then there's somebody like me. I like, Shit on it all you want, but I'll listen to country all day long, like lifting heavy stuff, right? Because it relaxes me, focuses me, puts me in one place I want to be, and it's super chill. And I got a lot of good memories coming from country music. Yeah, it's okay. just me. Sarah's Sarah, Sarah, over there dying inside. <laughs> so uh, so uh, because because every day, every Saturday before we do geek comp training, board always turns on. God's country. <laughs> yes, he does. And then right after God's country is Country Boy Can't Survive. <laughs> I like Country Boy Can't Survive. I don't give a fuck about God's country. But but because I, I get I get with the old country. You know, I don't have to have the heavy shit to, to squat or anything like that. But if I'm gonna pick music for that, a lot of times I listen. I listen to shit on podcast. I, I do, yeah, yeah, that I do, was just fun too. Yeah, I do more podcasts than I do than I do TV, music, or anything. Yeah, you know, I listen to so many different of those and. Um, so yeah, I get you know, but yeah, if I'm just like fuck yeah, if I had to choose a genre of something, I'm like, yeah, give me this for this and this for the, yeah. Give me WAP any day. Yeah, I mean, I listen to that for anything. For Wings anything. And pizza? Have yes. you seen those memes? Yeah. That's what I like. Sure. I just like to know that when I do these squats, someone's gonna sing about my fat ass when I finish doing <laughs> it. <laughs> So, you know, it's incentive. That might have been why the the guy professors loved you when you were running. Probably. I don't know. That's right. You made a post one day. I actually want to ask you about this because you made a post one day and, like, people were commenting on it. Yeah, it happens to me all the time. I'm like, that has never fucking happened to me. You're like, oh, I was getting gas today and somebody hit on me. It happens all the time. I'm like, getting gas? It happens I have never, so much. I have never hit on somebody getting gas, mm-hmm. and I have never been hit on while getting gas. Am I the weirdo? No, it's a. I don't know. I can't put a specific brand on like the people who hit on me, but I'm gonna say they're probably not going to be people who I approach myself if I were not with this specimen of a man here. Um, yeah, no, it's not like I'm like getting hit on by. The Rock. Right. Right, I get it. I get Because if I was, I'd probably be like, I get it. <laughs> I get <Look>. it. <laughs> um, no, it's like, it's the most, so the other yeah, day. I did have a girl pull up one <laughs> one time at, at like, it was on the south side, it was on Emerson. Yeah. And all she said was, boy, you thick. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. Thanks. You're welcome. I think I, that was the counselor. Here's yeah. the thing. I think C's. also there's yeah. a difference because, like, you got hit on two and we were like, yes, be get it. I got it. Yeah. Well, it was, but I like, was in the car and this, this bitch is in the passenger of a truck. <laughs> and I think she was drunk. No, I don't know. she was sober. She knew what she, she was doing. She was like, hey, baby. And I'm like, hey, <laughs> hey girl. And that, just, that drove her wild, that little. 
Because here's the thing. When you guys get hit on, I feel like there's nothing threatening about that. Also when true. I yeah. literally will run. I used to, We used to live in Christian Park, and I would run around there. And if you're running in a certain area, it's, it's not fine. I literally have been assaulted in there. Like, some kid on a bike came and slapped me on the ass. I was livid because there wasn't anything I could do about right. it. I called the cops. They were like, well... He's gone. So, right. Sorry. Yeah. You see what he um, looked like. I've had you know? people pull up next to me in vans to just talk to me. I've had them follow me. Like, it is excessive. I had people say. His fingers in their belly buttons the whole time. It is. It is Girl, so. Girl, keep on running. <laughs> it's so much. And, and that is actually why I started wearing headphones. So that I could ignore those moments. Um, so that I could tune them out. That's terrible. You but should, now. You should just be ugly. Well, it's much <laughs> no, it wouldn't matter. You're probably right. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm not gonna name names, but if I had people tell me that they get hit on, and I'm like, but why? <laughs> I'm kidding. Why? It doesn't matter. But why though? Why? It's not. A, it's not a brag. It's not a brag. It's just like these. Like so many people are just so uh, un caring of what comes out of their mouth and i'm just like all right you know what that's fine i have a dog and i run with that and i have no more headphones Goodbye. yeah because even though i mean our dog she's a sweetheart but she's very she's very borky <laughs> she'll yeah, get in your face will. too so like is there a part let me ask you this that sound flip in this interview thing that's huh? fine uh is there a part of you though because you said it's not a brag which i understand i get what you're saying but is there a part of you that likes think, it? No, that's not the right. Here, let me tell. Let because me. here's my thing: is <laughs> even if like the ugliest chick, oh god, this is gonna sound super fucking chill. Let's just say the ugliest, grossest chick imaginable, like hit on me. You feel like I would still like, tell people about it. Oh, I'd be like, bro, listen, to what this chick said. Yeah, right. And I'm not saying I, I, I no. quote unquote like it, mm-hmm. right? So speaking for me and me alone, um. Most of the time, I don't see their faces. Uh, because they're driving really fast. They're driving so fast. And the windows because are black. I don't look at them. Oh. Um, so <laughs> in my head, when that happens, it's always someone like, you know, Chris Evans or... But I think, too, for, for like what we discussed, you know, how, you know, for every one time it happens to me, it happens 30 times yeah, for right. her, you 100%. know? So one time for me is like, oh, shit. Like, you know, who threw their penny in the well on that one, right? Like, how often does that happen, you know? I think for me, it honestly feels it... This is going to sound really stupid, but it kind of ruins my entire run. So, one day I was running downtown, and this guy decided that he was going to be cute. Because you think it's creepy, or... It's it's so unnerving, because... Now they're following you type shit. Well, it's not even that. It's just like, why? Like, it, and I really... I don't want to go too much into this because this is not what my podcast is about. This is what my feminist <laughs> podcast can be about. Um, but I really do feel like like the idea of rape culture settles really hard in my head of what did I do to provoke this? And it is something that I'm trying really hard to get out of. Right. And so when I am approached, I immediately am like, what did I do? And I know that's the wrong thought, no, but yeah. it's definitely still there. And so sometimes it really does ruin my run. It makes me just want to come home. Right. Because so. you can't just accept that sometimes a shooter's got a sheep. And now I'm not saying, <laughs> hey, listen, I'm not saying they got the best approach, but that might be the only approach they got. 
But it's he's got to try. Yeah. Think about it. I mean, I, I I'm not trying to dive into your 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 private side, but like most of it ends harmless, right? No. Well, but I, if I if I don't look like I'm going to hurt them, it will end harmless. I and and for people who are nice, like there was this guy on the trail who stopped me. <laughs> well, he stopped me because he did. He looked at me and I thought he was part of our jujitsu community. So I threw up the O's to him and he stopped. And I was like, oh shit, he's not. But I talked to him, he was really sweet. And he, uh, you know, like, was like, where do you train? You, you do stop stuff. talking to these motherfuckers. Like, simple solution. <laughs> <laughs> this was, he looked, he looked like he was well dressed. He didn't smell of alcohol. He wasn't grabbing his crotch. And <laughs> I felt like. The basic, the basic check marks <laughs> the basic to not being so, you know, I stopped and talked to him. He's really nice. I told him to come and train at our gym. He seemed super chill. He never did. Fine. That's fine. Move on. You know, the guy at Whole Foods, again, like super nice. He was like, oh, he talked about my legs. Fine. But like, it's it's the guys who've literally like come up to me and I've had to put my hands up and they've backed away that yeah. really just don't make me. It's not even a flattery thing. It's more of a, t- I tell you because... It really ruined my run. What? It's more just to get it off my chest that I tell people. Yeah. I mean, dudes are kind of stupid. Well, not all of them. But but for for the majority. Lots of monkey brains. I think for the majority of the, you know, when you get hit on versus when I get hit on. It's a totally different thing. You told me, like, one time we we were at Twin Peaks, somebody was hitting on me, and I was like, huh? Oh yeah, that's <laughs> I agree. That is true. You know? I, I think that's also true. I think that is true. Because most of the time, I think dudes just like, uh, well, because like well, just as a, as a broad. Scale, I don't think no much. Eh, I think so you just don't understand what it, it what your uh, what women are trying to be. Well, and, and okay, so and I also I was a fat geek growing up in high school. I was also fat. So, but but I was also a fucking dude, right? And the girls. Typically don't, at least from my perspective, don't hit on me the same way as a guy would come up to a girl. And, you know, or, or maybe I just don't know because it was different for me when I would try to talk to somebody, right? right? So, I grew up a lot of times thinking, well, this girl was nice to me, but she's just being nice. Right. So, sometimes when, when girls are nice to me now, I'm like, oh, she's just being nice, you know? Yeah. I don't fucking know. Like, and, and I don't want to... See, wanna... I try to give compliments to girls... And make sure that they know that I'm not hitting on them. What you but like, this is, this you're is, really pretty, but you're dumb as shit. So you no, know, no, 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 no. But this is, this is like in the context of the gym, right? Because yeah. you know this is the nature of the work, right? And, and well, there's actually two reasons for it. Number one, sometimes people lose weight in unhealthy ways, right? So you, so <laughs> I you would not know anything about right, that. So you don't necessarily want to like add fuel to that fire, okay, right? Yeah. So like if like if I know that you're starving yourself, for example. And I said, God, Sarah, you look really great, right? Then you might be like, fuck yes, it's working. I'll just keep starting this. Yeah. Right? It and does. then it adds it to like so, an unhealthy, so great. An unhealthy that, thing. Yeah. It works so well. But at the same time, like, like you want people to also know that you notice that they're putting in their hard work, right? You know, and that's a complicated thing, right? Like, how can I tell you that you look great and it not be a, like you told me, like on this podcast, right? Like, oh, Dang, you look great. And, but I don't take that as like, Sarah's fucking hitting on me. Now, maybe it's because her husband's sitting right I next to her, right? I was sitting on but, but you <laughs> I actually you did Brandon. it for him. But you try to, like, do it in a way that, like, makes them feel good and yeah. not grimy. Right? Yeah. Like, ugh. 
what happened here. Yeah, but I think there is, I mean, I think, first of all, talking to a person, doesn't matter who it is, like a human being, really helps. And then, you know, wow, you're, you're looking really strong. Those kind of things, to me have meant more almost, um, I don't think I've been called smart, not that I'm saying I'm not, but normally people are like, wow, you're really sharp, you're really intuitive, this, that, and the other. They literally like, oh my God, you're so pretty. And I'm not upset about it, but I'm also like, I'm more than a pretty face. Well, it's to me, beauty Same. fades. <laughs> and when I've hung my hat Like when people tell you, you you're, oh, you submit them and they're like, you're just really strong. Bitch, that was an inverted heel hook. <laughs> that wasn't about strength. Did you say that to him? No. No. Just, oh, I, but I, I just well, triggered but, it for a second. So, from a, Do you like when people narrate when you roll? Did you say it's actually my favorite. <laughs> I have started doing it. But I've heard, I've heard like stronger people say that is, man, you're really strong. I'm like, okay, but that was also technical. So you know? I'll give you an example. Bored. Uh, so Han Father, he, Han Father's a great dude. Obviously, he's he's out there building, together building me a living room. Right? Uh, no, right oh, now. I would never. <laughs> he's strong as shit. But Han Father yeah. and I rolled at Fisher's this is probably like a year ago, and I hit him with some shit. Board was sitting off to the side, right, just watching. And Han, he, I submitted him with some shit. I don't remember what it was. But Han was like, he's like, God damn, he's like, you're just so fucking strong. And Bored interjected, wasn't even in the conversation, and was like, Han, what he just hit you with was only technique. Right? And like, this was the biggest affirmation that I've gotten in jiu-jitsu ever. I was like, huh, somebody noticed. Now, I'll be the first to tell you, there's a lot of times I'm just going to gorilla some shit. And just... But yeah. anyway. But, but, but even from like, when I, because everybody, minus the girls that I roll with, is bigger than me. So. You are a fairly light fella. I'm 145, 150. God damn, I was like 7th grade? So 6th grade? I was 185 in high school, though, when I was a chunk. So, but, so... You were what in high school? 185. Oh, I didn't know that. That's funny. Yeah. Not so, funny, like, haha, just interesting. No, you can laugh. People call me Oompa Loompa. I got a tattoo oh, on my ribcage. Oh, now I feel bad. It was, like, I did it. I didn't even do it. <laughs> Listen, it was my I second. I did it. I got a tattoo on my ribcage, because fuck all that. But... So, but I've had, like, big guys tell me, oh, you're really strong. Like, yeah. you know, and I know that they're thinking for a small bro, yeah. you know, or, or, like, you're really strong, but I've had you 17 times, right. you know. Okay, yeah, sure, fine. Right. But on that note, though, I finished, I, I'm on my, I'm on my second Lift Lab program. Heck yeah. I, I, the, the, what? It was just titled Lift Lab Uppers when I got it. <laughs> They were so, they did not come with a bunch of pills. Which <laughs> were I, was, I was kind of upset. Um, what the fuck? But uh, today was the um, it was five by threes on the bench, and then two sets of am reps. Which fuck all that. <laughs> but last session was the twelve by twos. I fucking hated that so oh, bad. That's like my favorite rep scheme. Oh fuck. Well, because I'm always trying to cram it in a short amount of time. He came up with tears in his eyes from the I was The deadlifts. I hate him so bad. But but I did the Strength for BJJ program. And when I started doing that, it was all different shit. Some of it was things that I'd already done. Because when I started lifting, I was doing like dumbbells. And I got introduced to 531 and things like that. And I started with that. And I did the Strength for BJJ program to its fucking fullest. And I got fucking stupid strong. And I noticed that. 
everybody puts a stigma on lifting, but my weight went down. Mm-hmm. My body fat percentage went down. I'm, I'm more fucking chiseled than I've ever fucking been. You don't have to just I, starve yourself. Okay, to I, I really... <coughs> okay, wow. <laughs> you can stop coming at me, man. Just calm down. Who said anything? Who said anything? I hate lifting. Oh, I love you. I know, and I don't know how to get into God it dang. in an excited way. It's so boring to me. I think can you just think about the most positive things you like about it. You just said something earlier. What was it you said? I don't. It's about your legs. Yeah, like but, I want to get a but. good butt. But yeah, like genetically, go. that kind of comes into play. So you know, I. You're Hispanic. <laughs> wow. I'm just saying. Let's just talk about my. Yeah. I'm Irish. Wow. You know what? You know what comes no. into play for me? I was going to say, my family. girlfriend's from 20 to 24. Oh. <laughs> anyway, go ahead. Um, <laughs> anyway. But yeah, so. I just got that. I get it now. You're into the. Wh- why? I, did, I, I got it. It, it, it was slow. No, I don't understand why like, people don't think I'm smart. I'm really smart. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> you may not be smart, but. So, so for me, though, like. I know it's a necessary evil, and I actually really yeah. enjoy lifting because I, I I've seen the positives. It's not always fun. Yeah, sometimes it really fucking sucks, especially when I'm especially okay, when I'm out. especially when I'm doing it just before I go to fucking jujitsu comp training. I know I'm gonna oh spar and kickboxing. It's the worst. And, and, it's, cramp. and I'm cramped. And I'm already. I've already. My first session of the day is the hardest fucking thing I'm doing, yeah. and then I'm going to sparring where someone's going to try to hurt me yeah. and then I'm going to jiu-jitsu where someone's going to try to choke the fuck out of me you know so like hey you ever just stand up with John boxing? yes kiss about, hands. about a month ago it was fun yeah Duke and box yeah he's fun he's, he had, fuck. I'm he was, ready. He was kind of he was kind of walking around like he's like you guys get ready to spar I was like yeah like, he's like, like oh I get it on that oh, okay, okay, okay. And I, I, I doubt I doubt that he went full full Bennett well he said he hadn't sparred in a long time and, so and you can, and you can I'm not a boxer. I'm a I'm not a boxer guy. either. I so, won't throw hands unless my feet are my legs are involved. If, if he really wanted to turn it up, anyway. he could have pieced me he, up he's in not the that hands. Kind of dude. He's not but that kind of but he did. Yeah, yeah we, he yeah, it was fun. I really enjoyed it. But yeah, so yeah. I see the benefits of lifting. I know it's necessary evil, and also like I don't mind lifting by myself or just jamming some music or stuff. But I think for somebody who hates lifting. It's beneficial to go to a place like Lift Lab and have somebody say, "All right, let's do this. All right, let's do that." And you've got such Don't a wide. Have you Don't tried this? No. <laughs> Maybe you should. I probably will. And you've got such a wide array of stuff too, because so that's another thing too. Is like and some personalities, of things, right? Yeah. It's yeah. Not like, I'm not the right voice for everybody. No. You know, you know who really has struck my heart with a a little heart bow is um who was playing the math music? Justin. <laughs> he's gonna be here. He's I such love a sweet Justin. dude. Dude, he has some great best. stories about Vegas, by the way. You never expect it from him. You know, he kind of looks kind of nerdy. The fact that he likes karaoke, I was swooning so hard. I love that. Yeah. He's wait. a great dude. Okay. He likes karaoke and some other things. Karaoke. Okay, no, well, not, we can leave it at that. Not podcast appropriate. <laughs> okay. That's your fair. eyes are popping out of your head. <laughs> I think they hit your glasses. <laughs> but yeah, so we'll ask him about it when he gets here. So I think I think that kind of scenario, especially because Lyft has a big ass gym. It's you've an got, amazing. You've got gym. so much more equipment than I do, and so much more space to work. It's frustrating for me sometimes whenever like because I don't have a sled, I don't have room right. for a sled. Right. Little things like that, yeah. you know what I mean? So like it's it's frustrating where it's like 
I have to modify this. Yeah. Or I can't even fucking do this one because I don't have the room for it. Or, or I got to go outside when it's cold. Yep. But yeah. You know? For sure. So, Live Lab is a fucking cool place. I, I will oh. say I love that. the fact that I can walk into the pro shop and then go straight down <laughs> into the fucking basement of just, just it is barbells so cool. clanging yep. and shit like that. Jiu-Jitsu peoples. Yeah, yeah, it's fucking awesome. It's so cool. And everybody kind of collabs, and there's always... So, sometimes when board's teaching, and you guys got a banger of a playlist playing, it's hard for me to keep... Vegas pool party list, just saying. It's it's hard for me to keep, you know, composure. I'm just like, damn. Dude, the other day when Justin had his playlist on, nobody in that fucking jiu-jitsu gym could concentrate on anything. <laughs> because like, we, were all, we yeah. were all singing, and board was like, man, I thought you guys were really excited to like, hear me. No, we're like, listening to this music, mm-hmm. board. Yeah. We don't care about you saying shoulder and biceps. <laughs> uh, are you oh, ready shit. to go get your drink on? I'm ready. Out there? They're putting I'm it ready. together. Not, so what's uh, just to kind of yep. close everything up, what's like future-wise, what are you looking at? What do you want to do with Lift Lab? So, like, I've been reflective about this a lot lately, just like the things that are going on in my life, like what I want, what I yeah, like what I want to do moving forward. And so there's a lot of people that own gyms that I like the same style that I own. It's like private customized, you know, highly high touch training and they all have their name attached to it. Right. So like, for example, instead of being a lift lab, it'd be Dan Brown training system. Right. And there's a lot of those. doesn't really there. roll off the tongue. Right. Correct. I mean, I'd be a part of the Dan Brown training <laughs> right. system. And most people would, right? Like, you know, if they knew Dan Brown, they're like, yeah, I like this guy. He's kind of fun. Or they'd be like, he's an asshole. I'm out. Isn't that guy an author? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> right. Oh, God. Um, but I never wanted to have that so that I could build something bigger. Right. Because I felt like if it was Dan Brown training system, then, or Dan Brown personal training, whatever it may be. Right. The people would come there to see Dan Brown. But like. If you want to build something bigger than that, it can be just about you, right? Just like you're talking about Justin and Justin's playlist. And yeah, because you've got a lot of tall Dan, and we got handsome we got, Dan, right? Handsome Dan, good looking Dan, yeah, it's good looking right? Dan. And we got Blake, Bruce, we got Bryce, Larkin, Austin. You know, we have a bunch of people that coach there and that train there. And that I'm are like, all fantastic, exactly. Yeah. And they I don't, are I don't all hire, fantastic. I don't hire people that are dipshits and things like that. And lifting, lifting has brought like my life. Total fucking joy, right? I was thinking about this driving the other day. Every, not I don't say every, but almost every single cool experience I've had has been tied to strength and conditioning, right? And if you're a sports person, like you'll understand. Like I got to meet, you know, I've got to be on NFL sidelines. I've got to be on college sidelines. I've got to see, you know, Olympians perform. I've got to like sit this close to Olympians and talk to them about training and shit like that. I have to meet, you know, Bo Jackson and George Brett and Rod Woodson and Bob Greasy and these like Hall of Fame people that you guys may or may not know who they are. But just a lot of cool experiences. Like, just sports? going over your head. This ball sports, Sarah. Sorry. Sports Sorry. Ball. I thought but, um, you said Bo. I think you said Bo, Bo Jack Horseman. Bo, and Bo Jack, that's what uh, I Yeah. Oh, you um, talk to. Okay. You know, but like, you know, I've got to go to, to spring training behind the scenes and, you know, hike. You know, Camelback Mountains with my buddies that are, you know, working those organizations. It's like all kinds of cool experiences. Not just like oh, meeting yeah. people, but like traveling the world and able to go places. And I've gotten to do all that through like this life that I've built around some sort of movement. Pick it up, heavy shit. Pick it up, put it down, get better, get stronger, get faster. You know, I, I've got to do just so many cool things. And I think like the next thing for me is to make sure that I grow and build more gyms and have more leaders emerge that can build their life around the same thing. 
right? And Dan German, I know, has. Dan German has traveled the world. He's done all kinds of crazy stuff. He's coached Olympians. Like, he's done it all. Okay, so I have one that's done it. Now I need to have three that have done it, right? And if that means I need to build 10 more lift labs, I'll build 10 more lift labs, right? And But just, like, try to keep that moving forward and have everybody have an enriched experience, and that's better for, for me in the long run. So that it becomes less about Dan Brown. People will, at some point, will forget that I own it. And that's not a bad thing at all. Yeah. No. Yeah. Fuck yeah. I like that. That's pretty fucking cool, man. Cool. All right. Well, I think we can get in there on that. That's a positive note, right? Heck yeah. Thanks Place for having good. me. Fuck I yeah. I appreciate dude. it. Thank I you. appreciate you being on, dude. Yeah. This is fucking dope. All right. Goodbye, everybody. What's up, everybody? Thanks for tuning in. Uh, we've got some exciting news for Unmask the Podcast. We now have merchandise. Holla! We've got a couple of t-shirts and a couple of mugs um, on our website. So if you guys would like to help support the podcast in any way, you can buy that stuff from us. It's it's pretty dope. It's just our, it's just our logo and like it says like a mask or true potential or whatever. It's pretty cool. Anyways, <laughs> if you guys want to support us, it's on our website. It's www.unmaskedpodcast.net backslash shop. It's unmaskedpodcast.net backslash shop. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in.